Welcome to Chefs Without Restaurants. I'm your host, Chris, and this is the show where I usually speak to culinary entrepreneurs and people in the food and beverage industry who've taken a different route. If you listened to the show before, which I am pretty sure some of you have, you'll know that I usually have guests on the show and we talk about, you know, their backstory and what they're doing in the food world. But I've also done some mini episodes and some solo episodes, and I've had some really great feedback from that. And also on Instagram, I've been posting some kind of conversation starter questions, and those have done really well. So I'm going to be doing more of these solo episodes, but I still have so many people that I want to talk to. I've already recorded a bunch of shows that will be coming out, but this is going to be another little thing that I want to be doing on the show here. So a quick disclaimer, I use the Shure MV7 microphone. It does a great job at not picking up background noises. That being said, my in-laws live with us, and my office is right next door to them. My father-in-law is 82, my mother-in-law is 79, and they have just found the show Stranger Things, and they're binge-watching it right now. I find that both amazing and hilarious. So if you hear some random screaming, gunshots, demogorgons, uh, you know, that's what's going on. But I think we'll be okay. Just wanted to drop that in there. And also, the show's made possible by some of our great sponsors. The United States Personal Chef Association has decided to run an ad on the show for the whole year. And I've also picked up a recent sponsor with Vosteed Knives. So I'm going to duck out of here for a second. I'm going to play those two ads. And then I'm going to come back to you. And we're going to talk about my experience getting fired, the anxiety that came from it, and the silver lining. So the show will be coming right up after a word from this week's sponsors. COVID has redefined the world of dining. While the pandemic certainly upended the restaurant experience, the personal chef industry experienced record growth. The United States Personal Chef Association represents nearly 1,000 chefs around the U.S. and Canada, and even Italy. USPCA provides a strategic backbone that includes liability insurance, training, communications, certification, and more. It's a reassurance to consumers that the chef coming into their home is prepared to offer them an experience along with their meal. USPCA's annual conference is scheduled for July 7th to 10th at the Hyatt Regency in Sarasota, Florida. For those who supply the industry, it's a chance to reach decision makers and the actual buyers of products. USPCA is currently seeking exhibitors. If you're interested in reaching the decision makers and consumer culinary influencers, this is your show. Please get in touch with Angela at 1-800-955-2138, extension 705, for your custom exhibitor package today. This will be the first time back following the COVID lockdowns, and chefs are anxious to connect with industry suppliers. Are you looking for top-quality kitchen knives for Dad this Father's Day? Well, look no further than Vosteed. With over two decades of experience, Vosteed knives are durable, well-balanced, and comfortable to use. You'll find that these knives have a razor-sharp edge, robust and strong full-tang construction, and perfectly engineered ergonomics. These high-carbon steel blades will definitely get the job done in the kitchen. And right now, you can use discount code VOSTEED15 to get 15% off your order. That's V-O-S-T-E-E-D-1-5. And as always, the links are in the show notes. And now, on with the show. Thanks so much, and have a great week. All right, so this is something I have wanted to talk about for a little while. I did a blog post about it a few years ago, and it's just something that I, you know, carry with me. And I'm sure some of you have some things like this that maybe you carry with you. I think I had a pretty good work ethic growing up. My dad definitely had one, and he instilled in me, you know, work hard, keep your head down, and you'll do well, right? 
And there's so much to unpack there. And I don't even really want to get into that. But, you know, I never thought of myself as someone who would ever get fired. But it happened. And it's something that I haven't really talked about and I hid for so long. And I'm not really going to get into the circumstances of what happened, but I will say that I was working at a company that, you know, I, I really liked and I've said it was a good job. Um, but, you know, there was some problems there, right? As a lot of places have, just because a company's good doesn't mean your direct manager is good. Um, but I ended up getting fired from there. And I guess where I'll start is, like, I felt like I couldn't tell anyone, like my friends, my family. I think I might have told my parents after a couple of weeks, but, you know, it was something that I was really ashamed of. I had to start looking for jobs and I felt like I needed to leave it off my resume, right? Like so many of you have been hiring managers and, you know, those resumes come through and someone has a short time there and you ask them what happened and they say, oh, I was fired, you know, but like, let me explain. And I think a part of you is taught to almost instantly disregard that person. You know, I was like that, you know, when I was taught how to be a manager, if you will, you know, you were supposed to look for gaps in employment or, you know, ask the question when someone was only at a job for six months. And as a manager, you know, you heard lots of excuses as to why it happened. But I know there are people who came through the door looking for a job. And when I found out that they had been fired, you know, they maybe go to the bottom of the pile or the middle of the pile, but they're not at the top of the pile. So it was interesting when I found that I was one of those people. And, uh, you know, I had to get a little creative with my resume writing. And, you know, I didn't feel like I could tell my next employer that I had been fired. You know, how would that look? But I just wanted to say to those people out there who've been fired, it's okay, right? Like maybe you don't need the validation for me to say it's okay. But if you're feeling some kind of way, like we all make mistakes, we all grow, we all, you know, maybe it was your fault, maybe it wasn't your fault. But like it's it's not that big a deal. It's not. And for people who are in a position to hire people, I don't know, like be more open. Like if, if someone comes in and you find out that they had been fired from a job, yeah, like maybe there was a valid reason or maybe it was so long ago that it doesn't even matter. But one of the things that came out of this was it really triggered some anxiety in me. I felt like, I don't know, I guess I didn't see it coming when it happened to me, even though all the signs were there. So then in my next job, even though things were going great, you know, my boss would call me on the phone and say, hey, come on over to the office. I, I want to talk to you for a minute. I'd hang up that phone and get this burning anxiety in my chest like, shit, it's going to happen again. And it never did. But it's still something that happened over and over and over again was just like, I felt like I, I was going to have the rug pulled out from under me, right? Like as good a job as I was doing at this new job that whenever you know, my boss would say like, hey, we got to go, you know, catch up about something. I felt this dread inside me that was, that was telling me like, even though you have no write-ups in your file, like maybe you're going to get fired today. I don't know. And um, yeah, I've, I've struggled with anxiety on and off since then. I guess that's probably when like it really started. But sometimes there are also silver linings, right? I've always kind of hated that expression like, oh, things happen for a reason. But when 
I did get fired. My wife was working at a catering company. A uh, big shout out to Mizuna Catering in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Uh, she was working there and was able to get me a job. And I went and worked with Mark and Sean, who were phenomenal. But that is where the spark for Perfect Little Bites, my personal chef business, started. They were a big catering company. They only wanted to do corporate events or big events. And people would call wanting a dinner for like four people. Or I think the first time I had done it was two people. And they always kind of turned these gigs down because, you know, it's not worth it if you're a big catering company. And then they, you know, asked me, would you want to go do this? Make some money, you know. Uh, you can use our kitchen. We'll bring in the food. You can keep all the profit, just kind of represent our business. And I did it a couple of times, not a lot, but that was the spark. You know, that's part of my origin story when I tell people that's how I became a personal chef. And I didn't do it a lot with them. And it was going to be another, you know, seven or eight years before I started my own personal chef business, but it was, that's where the seed was planted. And if I hadn't been fired from that job that kind of sucked, I maybe would still be there, you know, like at a job that was just like, okay. Like at the time, you don't know how those things are going to work out. So, and I always love engaging the community. If you've got a story like this that you want to share, let me know. If you feel like it's the time to get something off your chest, hit me up. Shoot me a DM at Chefs Without Restaurants on Instagram. Send me an email at chefswithoutrestaurants at gmail.com. Because again, I think we need to be talking about this stuff. You know, it's like mental health. We need to be normalizing getting help. We need to normalize talking about getting sober. We need to talk about those jobs that suck, you know? Like, it's not always your fault. Or maybe to come out and say, like, it was my fault, and I learned a lot and I've grown. I hope you do like these solo shows. I've got kind of a docket of things that I want to go over in the next couple months and, you know, continue on with them. So I'm going to keep this one short and sweet for you. And I hope you have an amazing week or weekend whenever you're listening to this. Go back and check out old episodes if you haven't caught them. Uh, we're almost at episode 150, so I'm sure there's probably some you haven't listened to. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Go to chefswithoutrestaurants.org to find our Facebook group, mailing list, and chef database. The community's free to join. You'll get gig opportunities, advice on building and growing your business, and you'll never miss an episode of our podcast. Have a great week.